Welcome to the Funny Style Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. Today we have Brian Milligan and Cheryl Milligan, who is Brian's wife. Let's make sure. <laughs> and Jimmy Moynihan. I'm their child. <laughs> James Moynihan. Yeah. <laughs> their love so, child. So how was everybody's Christmas? Love child. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Good. I mean, we, we kind of try to keep it as low-key as possible Christmas, uh, you know? So. Like, we don't... We, typically, we actually did go see family, but normally we, we just, like, sit at home. We don't, we don't mm-hmm. even do the family stuff. Like, uh, every other holiday's for them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. we're, we're lazy Christmas people. No. <laughs> presents, right? Yeah, presents, yeah. and then... You gotta play with your presents all day, you know? I got Chinese food. Hell yeah. Gotta stay a little Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) And we went to Telly's. Oh man, so good. What is Telly's? Yeah. Yeah. It's this place on Wickham Road, and it's it's just fancy Chinese food. American Um, waiter, which I was a little disappointed about. Oh, you guys Uh, like ate at a Chinese restaurant? Ate at it, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking like. You didn't even get takeout. No. Yeah. I, I was pissed. I went, we went to uh, Fujiyama's, That's which is like a Japanese place, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Our number one, they give you less food. Like they've gradually started to give you less and less food over and time, and probably charge more. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, no, the price is the same, but they're doing okay. less and less food. And the chefs are all Mexicans now. <laughs> they were originally yeah. Japanese people. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And the Japanese guys were so good at they're the hibachi really tricks. Like they're yeah. really, really good. And now it's just Mexican dudes, and they they do some of the tricks, but like half of them you can tell he doesn't have like the the Japanese yeah. guy used to take a spinning egg and then throw it in the air with yeah. a spatula. You didn't get that? And then cra- no, I've gotten that the last. It was three just times a Mexican guy just breaking doing egg? Taco Bell shit on the hibachi uh, grill. Yeah, you throw shrimp in your face. I don't do that. I feel oh, like it's I I, I reached I an that. age where I was like, this yeah. is, I'm a grown man. I shouldn't. You know what yeah. I mean? Take a trip to the dome. Yeah, anymore. no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, I've good hand eye cor- or mouth shrimp. <laughs> so I usually get it in the first try. But it does suck if you like because he'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Until you catch it. Until it gets and awkward thinking, and like, weird. And... Well, he's using hell shrimp. Yeah. So like I'm losing my portion of shrimp. Yeah. If I don't catch it. Mm. So. That's what I was. Wondering. I was like, well, if they're just gonna keep throwing shrimp at me, I'll sit here all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oop, that one's in the hair. <laughs> no, yeah. My family's the opposite of you guys. Yeah. We very hardcore holidays. Oh yeah. Are we had? Do you have kids? No, I don't have any kids yet. Okay. But um, my so my my parents, I guess, are the people who are super hardcore. Mm-hmm. There was over 40 people at the oh house. Oh, God. Nice. Yeah. It's... I love that. That's how my <laughs> family used to be, though. Like, everybody mm-hmm. was together. Yeah. I but when we had was... little kids, it was like, you have to go to the, my parents' house, and mm-hmm. you have to go to his parents' house, and mm-hmm. it's too much yeah. with little kids in one day. Mm-hmm. So we sort of decided we were just doing us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Thanksgiving and all that, we'll, we'll, we'll do the family stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But, but Yeah. I don't know. That I was good. I was laughing because I was talking to my mom yesterday about um, when I was when I was young. My parents were divorced, mm-hmm. so we used to do sometimes where like from like when you wake up to noon is at my mom's house, mm-hmm. and then my dad will pick me up at noon to spend the rest of the day. Those are like the dumbest yeah. like yeah. Christmas. I remember that. Yeah. It's, uh, it was a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, hey, whatever you're doing now, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I had I had divorced parents also, mm-hmm. but I, we 
it was never like my parents almost never lived in the same area. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. so it was it was easy because mm-hmm. we were just almost always with our dad. You mm-hmm. know, so like because uh, my mom was always like somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just dad yeah, and it was just, it, yeah, it's just dad and Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Right. It's the, run, the running theme. Yeah. <laughs> Brian got molested. <laughs> I didn't. It was an almost. Yeah, situation. it was an almost situation. Yeah. Either that or, or Brian has a lot of self esteem and assumed that he, Kool-Aid wanted some. And yeah. Kool-Aid was just trying to find a remote yeah. or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's yeah, funny because I did keep it in my pants. <laughs> I wanted my friends to think I was cool with a huge penis. <laughs> huge remote. Shaped penis. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Uh, Are we good? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it cut out again. Did we die? We, we lost like a good half hour last time. Yeah, last did. time. Yeah. No, I'm such an idiot. I, I was supposed to. I was trying to show them a clip, and then oh, have yes. them react to the clip. I played the clip and then never hit record again. So we had a whole conversation about the thing that I showed them without recording any of it. It was funny, too, because it was a clip of two comics talking about how they're never home and they never, like, see their families do stuff and stuff like Mm. that. And it was the day after I had missed Bailey's soccer game to go do Lizette's. (laughs) Which is I was like, I literally did this last night. Yeah, right, you really cut it. (laughs) Which which of all the shows to miss a family (laughs) thing Hey, guys, it was was worth it, man. But, yeah, (laughs) I'm going to the, uh, the, what is it, the Cajun restaurant in a plaza off Wickham hey, to bomb in front of four people. But I really I, can't make it to your thing that is really important to you that you've been working on. There was at least 11 people there. Was yeah. there? And I, there yeah. was, I got an old guy in the back that just stared at me grumpily the entire time, so it was worth it. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Just the, the crossed arms. And yeah. the, just disapproval. The thing yeah. is that they don't understand how much their approval means to comics like it's like they have no idea how much they're just destroying me because like especially the arms cross guy i'm mm-hmm. fucking staring him down and like i'll like i'll look at the person that's not enjoying themselves yeah because like that's the person that i want to make laugh the fun the fun thing about that is to is to just talk to them like if because they're not they're not expecting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you just talk to them, you'll either A, get them on your side, or mm-hmm. make them look like such an asshole in front of the rest of the right. audience that everybody's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Because yeah. he came to the comedy show, and he's just going to sit there with his arms crossed, yeah. even though everyone else is having a good time. Right. But so, usually yeah. they're cool. They're just like, yeah, yeah they're I'm just, enjoying They're the just show. one of those people I'm that just, doesn't, yeah. yeah. Just doesn't express themselves, yeah. which is fine. To but. be fair, they didn't go to Lizette's for a comedy show. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> they went for a Cajun cooking yeah. and which, uh, got a surprise <laughs> comedy <laughs> show. Oh, my God. Uh, that's amazing. Hey, here's a guy making pussy jokes <laughs> while they're eating your shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> I told a, a joke that the first time I was there that wasn't good for people that were eating. But I was like, so, you know, when you're excited about a joke, you no. just want to, I told it. Look at, yeah, I hope this is okay. But, oh, man, that's a weird place to perform. Everybody just stops eating and yeah. they're like, all right. I don't like performing on a place that doesn't have a stage. I just mm-hmm. don't like being ground level. 
Yeah. It is uh, weird. It's weird. Mm. Uh, you feel vulnerable? I feel vulnerable, <laughs> and I just feel like I'm just, like, standing in front you, of people. You feel just like, like you have to earn your importance? Because if yeah. you're on a stage, at least there's some sort of context. It shows yeah. that, oh, okay, yeah. there's a performance. But, yeah. like, with uh, with just being on the, I don't know. You're just a guy level. standing just a guy in the corner. I'm just talking, and it's weird. <laughs> But you're like Lizette's husband, and you're bored, so you just walked over. <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I will say I've done well in a place like that though. Like, uh, I did an open mic in Orlando, mm-hmm. and it was it, it was weird. I did well. And there was like seven people there, also, <laughs> yeah. you know. But it was it, I don't know. I just hit that night, mm-hmm. and all seven people found me hysterical. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was, and that was the first time I ever performed like in a flat surface like that. And I, I even then, I, even doing well, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, this is Well, weird. before he went up, he was texting me and I think it was only like your third time. No, it was, it was, it was early it on. It was really it was like early fifth on. fifth or sixth time. And he was like, it's all old people. I'm literally in a restaurant. He's like, I'm about to bomb. It was right after I had done that Gregory show, too, where it was all old people. And was, <laughs> yeah. yeah bomb. This was the worst bombing I've ever had. It's yeah. so funny. I love Gregory so much. It's my favorite. Like, Well, Gregory's is, like became my home kind of club. because mm. I mean, It's the only club we have around here. Yeah. Um, Blind Line is now here, but it's not it's a dedicated a comedy. comedy club. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's... I think it should become. Judd's kind of talking about it becoming a comedy club. Yeah. I don't know if I should say that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just so perfect for comedy. No. Yeah. It's like it was like made to be. Mm-hmm. And then the way he's selling it out, mm-hmm. you can do that. Mm-hmm. Fucking four nights a week. Yeah, Sorry. he sells out. We gotta get him a fidget spinner. Yeah, we gotta get him. <laughs> I, got one. I told All you right. that. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> yeah, I brought one. All I right. swear, if, if Jimmy had like a gun in his pocket, every once in a while he would just let it off. Like, <laughs> whatever the noisiest thing. So I've been anxious all day. I was, um, I went to the gym, and uh, I have one of these fidget spinners in my hands right now. Yeah. It's really weird. But uh, I'm at the gym, and I have my headphones in. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be uh, nice and quiet. I go to Crunch because mm. it's $10 a month. Yeah. And it's usually super crowded. And yeah. it sucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go somewhere else. But mm. it's the day after Christmas. Yeah. So everyone that mm. couldn't go yesterday, mm-hmm. they're like feeding to go to yeah. the gym. So it's packed. And I'm anxious. And or I'm, everybody ate a shit ton on Christmas. So yeah. they feel guilty. They feel yeah. like they have to go. Yeah. But it's all like meathead douchebags <laughs> and a lot of high school kids because like... Mm. Future me, yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just like high school kids don't don't understand personal boundaries, mm-hmm. and like they're like right on top of me when I'm on a machine, mm-hmm. and like even have their hand on the machine. No. And like I'm going to a special place in my head because I like I was envisioning like pushing them or like <laughs> push, like, like stepping up to them. And, uh, <laughs> I just want to, oh, man, I want to punch a kid in the face. <laughs> but um, I wish you could, like, go, like punch someone and then rewind so you don't get in trouble. So you don't get in trouble. But, I was, yeah, I was anxious uh, at the gym. And then I took a shower and I'm anxious. And so I feel better now. Yeah. Just my mental health check-in. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's what yeah. that's what the gym's for for anxious folks, right? Well, yeah, it, and it kind of gets yeah. rid of the anxiety That's why bit. I started going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like... When I stopped drinking, I was like 
insanely anxious yeah. to a point where I was like going crazy. So I started going to the gym. Did you start drinking because of like social anxiety? Uh, like heavily. On, on I think there. Was, I think that's one <clears throat> of them. I like drinking if I was like going out or something. Yeah. Or if I did stand up, I would always drink. Yeah. <laughs> Just laughing. Uh, before or after? Uh, before and then heavily no after. Yeah. Well, like I would. Uh, I wouldn't be drunk. But I mean, like these were just open mics and stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like I uh, feel like I'd forget everything. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so like this is like during COVID, uh, the beginning of COVID, oh, probably okay. like I mean like everything was closed for a while, and then like, this was past like the time when everyone was doing uh, not mm-hmm. everyone but people were doing old school pizza. But then mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? Uh, fucking Iron Oak. <laughs> Iron Oak Post opened up. <laughs> that that went with what yeah. I was saying, so that's fine. Iron Oak Post opened up, and so like I had started drinking again because I was hanging out with someone that mm-hmm. was drinking, mm-hmm. and that's his, that's all it takes for me to start drinking. Yeah. She's like, "Do you want to drink?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, so I would go there and get drunk, and then there would be like four or five comics, so we'd each have like 20 minutes mm-hmm. on stage yeah. with like six people in the audience. No. And I would just be hammered, and then I wouldn't remember what joke I was telling, or I would because I listen to the recordings now. Mm-hmm. I haven't recorded all the sets. No, it's fucking painful to listen to. Yeah, because it's just me like forgetting what I'm saying in the <clears throat> middle, and then one time I repeated the same joke in the same set, which is oh, what's it? No. Which is bad. I'm not a Jimmy. I don't know. I don't name names. But one <laughs> of the times. That is, don't act surprised. <laughs> yes. He acts surprises, and that's like not a verb. This is what I'm, that's one of my favorite parts. Being your number one listener. <laughs> no, but before Brian started doing the open mics, and we were just like in the audience mm-hmm. at Beachside. There was one night where one of the Orlando comics came over, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, we have this special guest, and it was, like, amping him up, you know, and we're like, sweet. This dude went on stage, so, I don't even know if he was drunk or high or what, but. Oh. He was high. Oh, my God. I was like. Was he black or white? I'm narrowing it down. <laughs> no, he's black. No. Okay, he. He's black? <laughs> yes. And. He was so messed up, like he he was just like rambling, and I was like, "Did he take a shirt off?" Is this no. part of his act? Like, is he for real, or is he just like this is part of his act? You know what uh, I mean? And like mm-hmm. the audience, it put out like this really weird vibe into the audience because nobody could tell mm-hmm. if he was for real or not. Because mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, he'd like tell half a joke and be like." Uh, I forgot to punch. I line. forgot it, <laughs> <laughs> but multiple times. <laughs> it was awkward. It just doesn't mesh well. Drinking, he, stand up. He still did pretty good though. Now like, I want to know for forgetting. I'll, I'll tell you after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly what it is. Oh. <laughs> Since but, you yeah. said he was drunk and he was black, I knew exactly what you're talking but yeah, I mean, it was funny, but it was also like it was awkward. What's happening? <laughs> it's a, it's such a weird. I don't know because we had this conversation last time, even about like drinking and being on stage or getting high. Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally don't like it because I think it. You then develop a dependency, and you don't know if you're actually good at what you're doing, or. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is that a lot of people their bar is different. So like, if you're high. 
you think what you just said is really funny. True. The audience who is not high yes. thinks you're a jackass. Yeah. yeah. And it, I've seen it happen like when you're so the only many sober times. person in a group. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. And so many comics think because they're laughing, yeah. the audience is laughing. Or and their I'll, perception of true. the audience reacting is askew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're like, yeah. well, a couple people are laughing, <clears throat> yeah. and then they do that little smile like, oh, I'm making They're like, oh, I'm killing, killing it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nope. But perception's <laughs> off when you're yeah. high, and yeah. like, you're just fucking... I'd rather them yeah. be intoxicated. I want them to be. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> high great. Like, uh, high audiences are yeah. good. Yeah. Like that lady like, on mushrooms, she was laughing. Oh my the gosh, she's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, any kind of substance that an audience member's on is great. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it, somebody said they used to do Kava shows, and that that wasn't a very good. That was fun that was for Jet, me. Jet, I think it was. Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, I did I the Kava show. Did we talk about this? Yeah, it's a lot of work to get a reaction out of them. It wasn't for uh, me. So I maybe that's it. not the yeah. best. I mm-hmm. mean, I I killed it. You know what though? You do speak a little slower though. So yeah. <laughs> they're like, this guy's easy to understand. There's something wrong with this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, true. There are some guys that like, yeah. you know, they talk mm-hmm. so fast and mm-hmm. it's hilarious, but it would be oh, no, quite a lot of work to keep up if I you're like people drunk. that talk too fast. Well, then also it turns into what should be a half an hour worth of material. Mm-hmm. They turn it into ten minutes worth of material. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I learned when you start doing like headlining sets. Like it's mm. fun when you're just getting on stage and you got to do ten minutes and you just want to murder for those ten minutes. When you have forty five minutes to an hour to cover, and you start running through your jokes super fast. Yeah, it's it it's like you you got to stretch this out. Like you yeah. got to relax, slow down. Also, understand my funniest jokes I gotta take my funniest 10 jokes and spread them out to make sure I'm hitting a really funny one once every 5 minutes and then the other stuff in because yeah. you know if you're just accustomed to doing showcases where you got 15 minutes and you're just trying to murder as hard as you can for those 15 minutes once you get in a real set you end up embarrassing yourself because yeah. you'll be super funny for the first 20 minutes yeah and then you're just trying to figure out how to fill the time (laughs) for the rest of that 20 minutes that makes sense that happens to a lot of people when they think they have more time than they do yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you book shows so you know people who think they have more time yeah you start off you start off strong Mm -hmm. because like you're gonna do your best five Mm -hmm. and then uh well in the beginning it's like so when you want to do like 20 minutes too soon mm-hmm. like when you're like oh, I'm I'm doing well like yeah. in the beginning I was like I'm doing well I want to do 20 minutes mm-hmm. and so like you feel good about the five minutes of jokes that's working yeah <laughs> so what I would do is I could put the three best minutes up top mm-hmm. and then two minutes of the best you know yeah. to end it and then yeah. in the middle there's a bunch of jokes that are not proven or whatever <laughs> or did well yep. once or twice and then it was before I understood that like um just because a joke does well once, yeah. it doesn't mean it's a good doesn't joke. Mean, yeah. So yeah. like, and then you find that out, mm-hmm. and then it's oof. Yeah. It's like my whole set's like that sometimes. <laughs> where I'll, I'll have like I'll do my set and it does great, 
Mm. And then I'll do it the next night, and I I won't get one laugh. <laughs> you know, well, like, oh. like, well, like what Jerry Seinfeld says is like you have to be willing for each joke. You have to be willing to fucking work it out. Yeah. At, hundreds of times yeah like yeah. one after another so like it's not you know it's it's just yeah. takes repetition to get like if you work into like 20 minutes mm-hmm. it's like it's gonna take a long time yeah so like because like a good 20 minute set is 20 minutes of jokes that hit every time right which is wild mm-hmm. like at least nine out of ten times they mm-hmm. hit. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the percentage that's good yeah because like if not then it can it can it can go bad yes yeah. because like, then if a joke go, yeah. goes bad and then you lose a little bit and then you lose steam mm-hmm. and now even the jokes that usually do well yeah you hit like a little road bump with like 10 minutes it's like whatever yeah. so if you're in that situation and there you start getting to your jokes that now aren't hitting is that when you should go to crowd work get them back a little bit if you, or do, no? if you can do crowd work yeah. I'm, that's not my strong suit so like mm. if I'm not doing well then I'm afraid to do crowd work because I'm chugging. like well I don't want to mm-hmm. I'm eating shit so and I then if you start doing I've seen you talk to the crowd well, but the risk is yeah but is it's if you start talking me. to the crowd mm-hmm. and then your crowd work is now eating shit <laughs> then it's okay <laughs> you, then go, you go back in your material with less momentum than you had when yeah. you were eating shit originally okay. but so what the what I do is I'll jump into like a good joke that I know hits every time okay and then I'll just insert that and then after that I'll jump back in to where you left yeah. off. Okay. Or lately I've been like, if I'm doing like jokes about like a drug chunk mm-hmm. about, and that's not hitting, then I'll mm-hmm. jump to like mental health or whatever mm-hmm. and see if that hits. Yeah. But see, this is why Jimmy kills at Kava Bars. Yeah. Because it was yeah, explained to me. Because they're all on drugs. And yeah, they're all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were my people. Yeah, Jimmy's just talking to him. He's back at the A meeting. It's like the same people. Yeah. He's at well, the it's A like, meeting it's like, it is. It's like, and then like, I was dressed like them. I had like a, <laughs> and cause, uh, and like, I feel like, I guess Kava people, I, I mean, they just, I, I what? connected with them right away. Yeah. And, and uh, a lot of, everyone else did, Struggled. Yeah, I'm t- it's, so it's, I was like, I'm gonna eat shit. And yeah, I went up and, but crowd work was what got. We were talking yeah. about this last time. But crowd work got me into it. I but, didn't uh, finish last episode. Uh, I got too idea. busy with Chris. I got like uh, halfway through. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, yeah, I got bored about halfway. I've, I've been no uh, Christmas. <laughs> Being the mom, yeah, yeah she, <laughs> you do she, all she, the things. Way so more I was like, her. I don't have enough time. Yeah, uh, I've been opening with crowd work lately, mm-hmm. just kind of getting out and getting, you know, just getting comfortable there, and then going into a joke, and uh, that's been going pretty good too. Like mm-hmm. I, because I like, <clears throat> you know, crowd work something like I'm trying to work on specifically. So I give, I, I normally give my first like minute or two to mm-hmm. to the crowd, and see see if I can come up with some gold, mm-hmm. and then go into but i've heard it different ways like sometimes that uh the crowd like they get comfortable with you doing crowd work and then when you go into material they're like sometimes they'll pull pull away from they're bummed out because the crowd works it's fun it's for fun. them yeah and then yeah. they're like and then oh uh, uh, this is like oh material yeah, material yeah <laughs> um well but but the other the other thing and you're new so it's it's hard to do this yeah is normally when you're 
especially when you're new, when you're doing crowd work, you're very present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're speaking in a cadence that indicates that you are actively talking to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to your material, you switch into a different gear that's very clear that you're just regurgitating this right, material. Right. And back to back, they, it, they because s- you're putting it right back to back. It so they sounds, can the they can feel yeah. when you stop yeah. engaging mm-hmm. with them and you go into your material. So, so you can get to sense. a point where, okay, I have to get really good at exactly. sounding at that transition. Like, yep. And also sounding like when I'm telling my jokes, sounding like I really am talking. That's how Cam yep. does. So, yeah. I feel like that's why. Yeah. Cam like makes the room laugh so much is because mm-hmm. a lot of people probably think that he's just riffing with the crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it actually is his material. He just finds, oh, I have this thing about a couple. Let me find a couple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but the transition with him mm-hmm. is really smooth. And with you, Brian, mm-hmm. not, <laughs> <laughs> so not so much. She'll tell him. Well, hey, I'm honest. I want him to be better. No, oh, but with him, oh, you know shit. what I mean? It's like you do the crowd work and then you go, okay, now I'm going to tell jokes. Yeah. Oh, boy. You She's know? like, Cam is where I saw this guy, Brian. This yeah. One no, I I always give him she, constructive, loving constructive, constructive, constructive yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I like Cheryl's the type of person, and, and Rudy's found this out too. You know, <laughs> Cheryl's the type of person where if you ask her her honest opinion, she'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. She does. She won't sugarcoat it. She'll yeah. tell you exactly. What how advice she did you give Rudy? Oh, it's not that she gave Rudy oh. advice. Oh, I how Rudy just said that he like needs to write more. And so, like, every time I saw him, I'm like, did you write? Have you write? Have you written? Mm-hmm. What have you written? <laughs> and then, like, finally, and then they met up, Brian and Rudy met up to mm-hmm. write for the roast. Mm-hmm. But I was like, help him write some stuff, too, because he's supposed to be writing, you yeah. know? And then the next set at Pineapples, he had some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, like, expanded oh, some new tags. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I hey, that. Rudy, proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. So, it's it's more like, like, like I said, she'll... She'll be lovingly honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what you need, for sure. No, my wife was my wife was like that. Like I said, for for the first few years when I was doing stand up, my wife was very clear that she thinks Eugene's a better comedian. Yeah, uh, yeah. very clear. Oh, yeah, very that's clear. Okay. That's came in my house. It was only ju- it was only just recent <laughs> that I got past Hilarious. it. Yeah. But you know what is is really yeah, he's really funny because like. <laughs> It's I mean, maybe the we best have, <laughs> Our children both went to be, like, in the movie, the mm-hmm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. And we tell them all the time, you know, you don't want people... If you do become an actress and mm-hmm. a director, you know, um, you're going to have a lot of people around you that will just say you're amazing, mm-hmm. even when you're not. Mm-hmm. And you don't want those kind of people around you because you're not Ooh, growing. Mm-hmm. I do. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's why you live with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, a, that's a way better joke than she realized that it is. Joke. <laughs> she knows. So, yeah, so I'm like, that also, if we're telling the kids that, then we need to hold ourselves to that too. You know, yeah. you don't want someone that's just going to be like, oh, Brian, you're the funniest comedian I've ever met. Like, 
You're not. You just started. <laughs> That's why you live with your mom. <laughs> it's funny. From 15 different <laughs> angles. That's one of the many like, reasons I live with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first one. <laughs> you live with your mom because your mom will say nice things. You live with your mom because you're a little bitch. And that's why you still live with your mom. Yeah. Like, there's so many different yeah. angles. That's what she meant. <laughs> Oh no! No, but but to be fair, like like you know, Cheryl Cheryl helps with, with Oops, my a, a lot of my. <laughs> I was a like fidget. Break the table. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cheryl she runs my social media mm-hmm. for the most part with the comedy stuff. Like she, I'm trying to get Cheryl to run mine. Yeah. Is that why there's so many misspellings? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Timmy. Dude, she is James <laughs> F. Moynihan. Yeah. <laughs> she she's a writer, man. So that's 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 definitely not something that I'm ever worried about. With her. I've legitimately. <laughs> been trying to send you this clip on WhatsApp, so I gotta after this. If it was, I can get it. Yeah. To you. If it was me doing it, it would be tons of misspellings. <laughs> like yeah. I'm oh, horrible. Yeah. That's why she doesn't though, because she wants That's me to look. look but I've, I've recently learned, like I, like I'm dead serious. I want you to help me with it, and I will happily pay you to help me <laughs> do this stuff because I've been seeing. I've just recently started really looking at other comedians' social media, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's so many, like relatively new comics that have like 20 30 50,000 followers on social media and I'm like you guys suck on stage (laughs) so if if you're getting if your trash material (laughs) is getting you out there Mm -hmm. then I'm an idiot yeah because like these comics aren't aren't ready to have a following and they're yeah. building it and I'm not building it and I've been busting my ass on the road. Well, you got to build like, it. Yeah. yeah. You got to so build it. Yeah, that's so like, the next uh, <laughs> Tomorrow you should record. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, record everything. Cut up a couple yeah. clips. Yeah. And like I said, Just, it's like uh, for TikTok or Instagram, it's very momentum based. So yeah. yes. if you post a video th- at least three times a week, mm-hmm. then you'll get followers and mm-hmm. then when you post another video, uh, your followers will see it, which yeah. means they're more likely to press like. Mm-hmm. And then the more likes you get, the more yeah. they'll th- show it to other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a momentum yeah. thing. So you know, this, this guy, I know his wife does it. And I'm going to try and get on a schedule mm-hmm. where literally <laughs> I'll just record stuff and then send it to her. Yes. And then she'll post it, yes. and like I don't have to. Do <laughs> it's not that hard because it's not. Well, because well, my thing is, but, but you can send you can send her a whole video clip, and she can segment. That's what I mean. Into like, jokes. Yeah. You don't. You yeah. don't have to. But yeah. it, I, for me, I'm like I like to control, like mm-hmm. especially a long joke. Now mm-hmm. I have to edit it to like yeah. cut out the meat. And cut down the laughs. Mm. <laughs> you cut down the laughs. Well, like if it's a longer joke, yeah. you need to cut it a little bit because people will hear a laugh and then swipe, mm-hmm. thinking the joke's. Oh, done. that's over. Mm-hmm. So you have to like, huh. if it's mm-hmm. long, you have to cut it a mm-hmm. little bit. That's what someone told me. And the other thing I want to make, and I guess you can tell me more about this, whether this is a stupid idea or not. I want to, at the, I want to make a universal like clip, mm-hmm. to where every every reel or video that I post. It ends with, if you like this, check out my album, blah, 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 on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. that everyone who sees it, at the very end of everything, mm-hmm. there's a call to action mm-hmm. to go, you know, yeah. Yeah. check out the album or follow me or whatever. Well, because you yeah. can put a link yeah. on every one of your mm-hmm. videos. Really? So you're... 
really to your uh, comedy dynamic. Well, you could oh. you could put a link just in your bio on Instagram. Yeah, so yeah that, that way too. you don't have to worry about it. But I have eight hundred followers yeah. on Instagram. But, so, but like but you'll get more. And also, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like me, like a lot of people I, don't click link in bios. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm yeah, so I, like I like I'm new at posting stuff, and my some of my stuff has you know like gets a little bit of traction, and some mm-hmm. of it doesn't. But I'm still getting like fifty or sixty followers a month. Mm-hmm. You know, at, and yeah. just just at, with my level of shit. You mm-hmm. know, so I'm sure once you start doing it, man. Yeah, get, I mean the very basic is just like Jimmy said, three times a week minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you're kind of staying relevant, but you're not like annoying people because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they don't want just you in their feed. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, then they'll unfollow you. But yeah, three times a week and then definitely linking to if you have like mm-hmm. that or the website or whatever you have mm-hmm. that in all of them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so. I want to mm-hmm. get, I mean, a couple of things that I want to do. I'm trying to figure out, I mean, I definitely think Getting people to actually follow me on Instagram is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, that I know is directly very important. That mm-hmm. that'll yeah. happen just with views, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the second thing is getting people to actually listen to the album is very important mm-hmm. um, for me, at least, because eventually, once I start to get once actual royalty checks come in from the album, the more people that listen to it. But you should cut mm-hmm. a reel from the album too, though. Yeah, I have. You know, I have a couple. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm such what, an idiot. Is well, it video? No, so it's uh, it's just audio. But, but, still, but you can cut I, an audio reel and just have comedy, a photo of your face or comedy dynamics like made me a couple. Yeah, and I just have them <laughs> really? on my computer. Yeah, a video. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So it's just like it's literally just a picture of the album cover. Uh, with next to it is the text. Gotcha. Oh, following yeah. my voice. Yeah. With Comedy Dynamics logo. And I've never put that in my room. Yeah, you shit. <laughs> yeah, you I, I'm, I'm here asking your wife now. This is yeah. fair. But you, you have like, how many followers did you say like already? 860 or something like that. Yeah. So even that, like that's not terrible. So you could like try to post a couple things like, oh, I have, you know, exciting news or something like that to... Mm-hmm try to get people hyped up mm-hmm. before you actually post your first one of those, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and try to just bring people in mm-hmm. with that as like sort of a prize, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, here, come follow me. We have this exciting thing happening. And then, hey, I have this album on Spotify. Here's a clip. Check it out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That usually gets a lot of momentum going mm-hmm. with them and gets them excited. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Right now, Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. reels mm-hmm. are the most valuable uh, platform. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, even oh, yeah. more so than your album, mm-hmm. uh, following a following on Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. is number one. because. Well, I, well my thing is, is I want to figure out... The reason why I think the album is really important is because I think all of the comics, and I'm not like... I'm talking about what makes me me unique. I'm not trying to shit on anybody else. But all the comics that I see that have that are, that have built these followings, mm-hmm. they have nothing to offer. There's there's no next step to mm-hmm. offer the following. What's unique about me and my situation is, hey, if you like this, I have a fully produced hour mm-hmm. that you can go and actually check out. So my hope is is to create like legitimate fans who mm-hmm. not just see like a reel they can see the reel 
and then go listen to a full hour and actually become immersed in my little world of this is what I do. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you could do both. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, as far as like people that you know have a following, they mm-hmm. have a whether or not like you think their comedy's good or not, they have a following and people follow them because they like them. No, uh, yeah. So they're like, you know, and then they'll get better. Yeah. You know. No, I'm not, like, that's why I said I'm not shitting anybody. My yeah. thing is, yeah. but what I'm saying is... People want to take it offline. There's a, there's a... <clears throat> it's there's like the exact a, opposite of what I said last week. Flip <laughs> 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 flopping. Well, you guys, I mean, I thought... Well, but it, what so. you were saying last yeah. last week was not untrue either. With yeah. like, right. like, people, sh- if you're posting videos, they should be... Quality, quality videos, yeah, yeah, but also yeah. have, good black, have good reactions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, so so the the fear that like when you talk to older comics, right, they'll warn you against like oh you don't want to get famous before you're ready kind of thing. Like they, which is funny because I'm like you never got famous at all. So <laughs> I mean like <laughs> who are you to warn people against being famous? Yeah. But 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 a legitimate fear, right, is for you to very quickly build a following. Mm-hmm. And then not have anything of like real value, value. to mm-hmm. give to that following of people that suddenly appears, mm-hmm. right? So my thing is, there's a lot of comics out there that maybe have a solid fifteen twenty, mm-hmm. and they have seventy five thousand followers on Instagram. Pretty good. Well, it's up to them. And and those mm-hmm. comics can't go, hey come see me at such and such theater because mm-hmm. if they do that a ton of people are going to show and then you got nothing yeah you know what i mean everything they've so, already seen so what i'm excited about is what i, I want to create a funnel mm-hmm. to where it's like hey i've gotten to this point now outside of social media to where i have a legitimate hour album like the kind of thing that it's not as good as Chris Rock, but I'm saying it's the yeah. same type of thing that like famous comedians have, and it's set yeah. up and it's in place. I can link straight to it. So somebody goes, "Oh, this is the funny guy from Instagram." Click. Oh shit! This is a legitimate Legit. comedian yeah. with a full-on hour. And if I wanted to see this guy go headline somewhere, I could. Mm-hmm. You know, I I want to create something that sets apart mm-hmm. where I am from where other people are. That right. makes sense. But, it, yeah, it does make sense. But also, like, people that do have, like, 50,000 followers and they only have 20 minutes, that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, then goals to have an hour. But also, like, yeah. locally, like, people in Orlando mm-hmm. will come to see comics in Orlando that have, like, an Instagram following. And mm-hmm. they're doing 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But that's st- it's still helping them. Yeah. No, and, no, like, yeah. it's good to have a following as you get... Go. It doesn't hurt to have people follow you. Having an hour is obviously great. But I also feel at that level of following, you can still have a decent amount of anonymity. You know, like you can still go and do open mics and stuff like that and just not promote any of that shit, you know? And and then it's just like you're still able to build on, as long as you're like willing to work on that aspect of it as well, still. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm trying to, maybe it's my fault because I'm trying to do too much at once. Mm -hmm. But where I am, again, outside of social media is I'm at the point (coughs) where I'm talking to smaller comedy clubs about, hey, I've featured here a few times. You know, when can I headline here? Mm -hmm. I'm right on the cusp of that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And what they're saying is you need a following. 
Yeah. So because that's where I am it's totally annoying. outside of social media, my mm-hmm. thing is when I get to social media, I want to make it very clear that I'm a headliner. Mm-hmm. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't want to. So that the people, that, the new people that realize who I am, they're approaching me from, you know, this isn't, you know, somebody who's new that's really funny. It's right. like, but that this doesn't is, matter to them. They're just they're they're yeah, the but thing perception, is their phone. They the like perception yeah. is everything, though. But you if posting you, your your show like information like like shows that you're headlining you just posting that yeah. kind of shit mm-hmm. if they're if they're going on to be like oh i like this i want to follow this person and look at his stuff then mm-hmm. they'll, they'll see that stuff too you know what i mean it yeah. won't be like chris robinson featuring for it'll be like headlining chris robinson so they'll see like oh okay this guy's a headliner mm-hmm. blah 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 and you can you can even have it you know posted head you know in your bio or whatever you want whatever you want but as far as like you can't put a headliner in your bio well, okay, but okay. then you're a huge douche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a headliner. Comedian but, is bad enough. But I'm saying, like, they'll see it on your poster information yeah, yeah, yeah. also. Yeah. And so, like, but what's going to happen initially is you're going to go, you're going to post your videos out into the void just like everybody. You'll and, probably yeah. mostly get people that are, I think it'll. it's just a mix. Like, no. you'll post them and you get the girls that are just scrolling through and are like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, think yeah. that's funny. And no, then, like... like this guy's funny but i think the more that you post yeah consistency consistently exactly the more people will start to even just through your videos alone like mm. you can tell some videos the way that they're produced and everything are very different than like the smaller mm-hmm. stage comedians yeah. you could just yeah. tell mm-hmm. so and, it's adobe if you have Adobe <laughs> Premiere, it's it's well. Uh, I'm serious. It's if you have that, mm-hmm. you can edit. You can do zoom ins. Yeah. You can do oh, yeah. uh, just better captioning. Yeah. Uh, and you, it's just better production. You can mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the second thing is, people have bring multiple cameras. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and some people they have a camera on the audience. So yeah. like when we they do crowd work, yeah. they have that. it on the audience. Preach just did that. Yeah. Preach. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then some people just do a picture of the person, mm-hmm. but then yeah. uh, a zoom in, mm-hmm. so they can zoom in using Adobe, mm-hmm. but also like a side camera. Mm-hmm. And it's not if you have two cameras, it's not hard. You just yeah. set them both up. So like the production people that are really serious and posting a fuck ton of videos, they they go all out with the production but at the same time i can post a video on my iphone and Mm -hmm. just use CapCut on my iphone to edit it Mm -hmm. and it can get you know like a hundred thousand views yeah i was gonna say some of your videos have a ton of views a a couple of them now but not a lot Mm -hmm. but again this is just happening because i'm consistently posting Mm -hmm. i'll get one that has like a hundred and 12,000 views mm-hmm. and then the next one will have like 600,000 yeah. yeah. so yeah. it's like it's, it's so random it which ones it is. Yeah. it's yeah. like which how does that work and mm-hmm. it's like some of the videos I think some of the clips I think are better than the mm-hmm. ones that like are doing well yeah. it's just so yeah. random mm-hmm. the ones I find that are doing better are the ones that are personal mm-hmm. like to me mm-hmm. it's like people mm-hmm. just like an audience like a, the Instagram mm-hmm. audience can tell when you're like being real. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's all. It, a lot of it is authenticity. Yeah. Bye. 
Yeah. You can tell. They yeah. don't like... Literally just being consistent and, you know, just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Being your... Like you're saying, being yourself is definitely... I don't know, because people see you and they're like, oh, this is a real person rather than, mm-hmm. like, this is a comedian. Telling a jokey telling joke. something mm-hmm. he's been telling for a thousand years. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. I want to also... I think the crowd work thing would be very good because I do mm-hmm. so much throwaway crowd work stuff that's yeah. funny, but I'll never say it again. Yeah. And it's if I start recording that stuff. And you're not wasting your jokes. So, yeah. like, it's fine if I come to watch you headline somewhere and I've seen a few of your jokes. But if I've seen half of your jokes, mm-hmm. I'm mad that I just spent that money to come see you. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's the I next would thing. record did, everything. Did you throw away all your material after you recorded your special? No, because well, for a couple reasons. Number one, I I just don't have that much new stuff to mm-hmm. where I can get up and do right. You know, another half hour without mm-hmm. using the original hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I need I I need to. Um, but here's the thing, though, like. Not that many people have heard the album. Right, I, like, exactly. you know, I'm not at a stage well, yet. That's, what, that's why I was curious. You don't have to throw it people. away until you do like until yeah. like down the line you do like a YouTube special. Yeah. Or a special special. Yeah. That's when you're like, okay, so I I <clears throat> shot a special. Yeah. And, and now this is done. Three million people saw it on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. And then you can throw it away. Yeah. But right now, I mean, yeah, no as far as me, how, yeah. how many years in. Five well, years. Five years, yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to get to work on that thing for another five years yeah. and make it like a killer hour. Mm-hmm. Not that you yeah. shouldn't be proud of what you have now, yeah. but your work is not done mm-hmm. yet anyway. Yeah, so done. you don't have to worry about... Yeah. You can keep And the thing is, Jerry Seinfeld's been working on the same hour for the last 15 years. Yeah. And yeah. his thing is... He, he does the replace he, thing. Uh, he replaces, exactly. Yeah. The hour evolves... But it's the same. Mm-hmm. It's just like an hour and a half. But it's it evolves and he takes away things and adds things to it. That's but boring. The, his thing is, <laughs> you know, it's like... Right. Did you say that's boring? <laughs> I oh, love I think it's boring. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> no, I just think it's like the act is the act. Yeah. And he's just building and taking away and building yeah. and taking away the act. Yeah. Um, which is why I think Jerry doesn't do that many actual specials. I think he only has a few of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, over a very long career. And Jay Leno yeah. doesn't have any. And he's yeah. zero, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I want to get, like, that's where, like, now, technically I'm now working on my second hour. Um, mm. But I don't have that pressure. Because the cool thing that, that Louis C.K. talked about was you record the album, and then it's done, and then now you're starting from nothing again. Mm-hmm. I still have the crutch of my first hour that I can always go yeah. back to. But he started um, doing that, I mean, like... Yeah, 12, 15 30, years into yeah, his career. In, yeah. yeah. For that first 10 years, he, yeah. was, he was just... Building like one hour. Building one hour. Yeah. yeah. It's but, like, uh, you get, it's something has to click for, in order to... I mean, to, to write an hour every year, mm-hmm. you have to, like, be... A hundred percent know like who you are and yeah. have that experience. Well, uh, I also I also feel like a, a lot of your like first year material like you end up shedding most of that stuff because you're yeah. just telling jokes to get through shows really, not necessarily like building an hour well, for yeah. yourself. You don't you know? know who you are, yeah. so you're just it, saying yeah. anything to try to get a laugh, right? Yeah. And then so it's mm-hmm. just really random yeah. shit that you're throwing out, and then mm-hmm. you start to get a feel for who you want to. 
who you are on stage, right. and then some of the stuff is like, well, I can't tell that anymore. Yeah. But, like, it's it's weird. Like, I, I don't know. Like, my strategy with this has always been to put a huge amount of pressure on myself. That's a good strategy. <laughs> so, like, like, my next two hours are planned. I don't have the material yet, <laughs> but I know, like, the... The, I, I know the next one I'm doing is going to be a double album where it's two half hours. Okay. Right? And, it, like, one half hour is in one, like, tone of voice, <laughs> and the other half hour oh. is in a different tone of voice. Okay, yeah. Right? And then they'll be released together. What do you mean tone of voice? Right? It's the black album and like, the white uh, album. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks. That's funny. What up, motherfuckers? Similar to what you're talking about. I know it. Um, I, I don't want to say. Like, this is my dark side. This is no. my light side. <laughs> no, seriously. So, so one of it, like, one is going to be, like, because, like, so so going back to, like, Gregory's, uh-huh. I've I've really gotten good because I work Gregory's a lot. I It helped. I think Gregory's is one of the biggest things that helped me develop as a comic to get actually good. Because what was happening is Gregory's is older white people with a decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. It's a, like a very, it's the audience that most new comics are the worst in front of. All mm-hmm. of their me. heroin <clears throat> material doesn't work. Mm-hmm. All of their material. rape material pedophile. doesn't pedophile <laughs> material <laughs> doesn't <laughs> work. Brian, Brian. All of Brian's way too crazy. My heroin so, <laughs> rapist pedophile <laughs> jokes are just fine, guys. Wow. <laughs> so it, but it is it is the quintessential represent representation of what an actual comedy club audience is. Because the people all over the country who have the money mm-hmm. to, on a Friday night, go out and get a babysitter, pay for, you know, tickets, parking, all that other stuff, unless mm-hmm. you're famous. Because, like, somebody going to see Chris Rock is one thing, mm-hmm. because you are going to see Chris Rock, mm-hmm. right? So people will kick out, regular people will kick out money for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're just going to a random comedy club to see an unknown comic, that means you're True. spending a decent amount of money just on a whim. And you, know you don't I mean? know if it's going to be good. Yeah. So most of your <laughs> yeah. local smaller comedy clubs, yeah. it's that it's middle-aged white people that make over 50 grand a year who's in the audience. And Gregory's put me in a spot to where I had to master that specific audience. Yeah. And as an open micer, like young people you're kind of going to get anyway because young people you are the ones that are at people, pineapples. You don't get young people at uh at uh, Gregory's, you get a very specific. I feel like, I feel like, Moon Room is more Moon Room or Beachside Retro mm-hmm. is more of a good taste of like mm-hmm. a comedy club uh, venue. Mm-hmm. No, because be I mean, mix. you get a good mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's it's random, but it's yeah. generally older. But think about but think about when you go to um, like if you go to Madcaps, not at a showcase where it's free. But an actual weekend where it's paid, it's all middle-aged white people. You go to the Laugh Out Lounge on a paid, like when when it's paid to come in, it's all middle-aged white people. You go to, yeah. I mean, the improv is different because those people are normally famous. So then you get mm-hmm. like a mixture or whatever. Mm-hmm. But every show that you go to, where it's you got to pay to get in, but the people on stage aren't famous. It's just the white people who have money to throw away. Mm-hmm. Right, right. In those kind of clubs. Yeah, yeah. and. Gregory's, I just think is it's such a, and they're like, and they they send you an itinerary. I can pull up on a computer, 
It's like, don't talk about this, don't talk about this, don't talk about this, yeah, it, don't mm. offend people, don't do this, don't do that, whatever. Oh my gosh. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And I, what I, so Gregory's is like 11 miles from my house. And when I started hosting, they switched up the hosting format there because I think a lot of the people that they send to host now aren't quite ready. Mm. And they're not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're getting sent hosts that should not be hosting at that club. But that's for other reasons. Um, so when I was hosting Gregory's back in the day, I say back in the day, it was like two years ago. <laughs> but they used to make the host do 15 to 20 minutes. Oh. Right? So you get up, you do the rules, you do, you know, no smoking, no this and that. If you got a drink, you got to leave a drink in here because you can't take it outside, blah, blah, blah. And then you got to do 15 to 20 minutes, <laughs> which is way longer than anywhere has a host doing right then back then Gregory used to be Thursday night Friday night Saturday night Mm -hmm. so when you got booked there as a host you're doing 20 minutes a night three nights in a row Mm. so what that forced you to do is lock I mean that 20 I got that 20 minutes to where I could I I could be up there sending text messages (laughs) and just vomiting out that 20 minutes yeah right Uh, yeah and it had to be a middle-aged white people, like, <laughs> you know, no religion jokes. Like, just, it had yeah. to be that. And I think everywhere else, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, um, like a pineapples, like a open mics, like, you know, all of the mics in Orlando and all that stuff, you learn how to do younger, more hit people anyway. You're just going to learn that because that's where we are when we go to mics. Yeah. But Gregory's teaches you the whole other side yeah. of performing and I just love going to Gregory's now and watching those like the new hosts that they send <laughs> that are only used to doing like bull and bush and shit yeah. and just watching them I don't know, eat I, a complete I dick on like, stage I at Gregory's like it makes me I love it I feel like it's opposite I feel like so like there's the Milk District show mm-hmm. and bull and bush and mm-hmm. like Moon Room and uh Beachside Retro. Mm-hmm. I think that's a better like play, better places to form like good t- because like I've done Gregory's and mm-hmm. I know what I need to do at Gregory's. Like mm-hmm. I I have good sets at Gregory's because mm-hmm. I know which jokes to tell. Mm-hmm. But like if I did a Gregory set at like the Milk District or even at Pineapples, it wouldn't it would be mediocre. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hit because like I don't know. It's like I feel like I know what you're talking about, but like Gregory's is v- like very specific, like older, mm-hmm. rich, white people, white people on vacation, mm-hmm. which is a, a chunk. But it's like it's I don't know. It's like it's different. I think you can. I don't think it's good to to build a set trying to make those that specific audience. Well, like, I don't mean build a set around them. Yeah. But what I mean to is well to get that skill. Because mm-hmm. I know so yeah. many, co- like to me, if you can do Gregory's, you can do <clears throat> Milk District, Pineapples, yeah. that sort of thing. No, if no. you can do, I'm telling you. I know I'm what you mean. Not the same I'm set. It's, no, not the same yeah. set. But oh, I'm talking right. about your skill as a comic. Like to know how to perform in front of, di- like me and right like now. how you can, sorry, I didn't yeah, mean to interrupt. No. But like you have, like the night at Gregory's. Um Somebody went up. Who was it? Josh. Josh went up, mm-hmm. and they weren't having it. It was like 
really old people. They weren't having yep. it. And I was like, you're not going to do good because your stuff is darker than Josh's. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy, who we had seen quite a few times at this point, went up. And I noticed that you did a different set that was more like older people friendly. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, to be able to have that ability to see the other people or see mm-hmm. your audience and go, oop, let me do these jokes as opposed to yeah. these jokes. There's a lot of jokes you've never that heard is, before. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Go- go- and I was like, oh. That well, is the he's difference. a really good comedian, you know, that he humor. was able to do that. Yeah. That is the difference. No, for real. Yeah. And I feel the, like that's what you're getting at That is there. the difference between yeah. somebody that does open mics mm-hmm. and an actual comedian. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. a lot of comedy, well, but, but, and you can attest to this, a lot of, like, younger, newer comics will walk in and see a room full of, like, older white people and go, oh, I'm going to bomb. Mm-hmm. Right. And to me, <laughs> that's Brian yeah. Reese. Well, was but, that your third? Or f- no, no, it was like my fifth set. Fifth set. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like, he didn't, have he didn't any know he was stuff. going up either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just. Um, yeah. <laughs> you threw him it up there? Yeah. Yes. It, it, it was rude to be. I think you're the one who probably yeah. put that in his head. Well, I. I <laughs> threw him to the geriatric rules. I figured he'd put you up if you came out. So, yeah. But I mean, like, hey, stage time, stage time. But he didn't have anything to fall back on. But that was a lesson learned for me that night, too, because now I don't. Don't yes. go, I don't go to any shows prepared, whether I'm getting up or not, like yeah. or unprepared, excuse me. Yeah. Like every show I have, I at least have my book with me so I can review beforehand. Yeah. A lot of times I'll, I'll go over notes anyway, just to be, mm-hmm. even if I'm not going up, just mm-hmm. like some, I just mean, if case. I go to like the Friday night re- retro shows, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not, I, I'm 99% certain I'm not going up, but just in case, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll be prepared for five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's. That that that's what I learned that mm-hmm. night. Just all like always be ready, mm-hmm. and then also I I did feel after that show like okay I need I need to work on different material. My problem is like when I'm writing, my brain naturally just goes to like the shit I find funny, which mm-hmm. is like which is good, which is darker mm-hmm. stuff. But I also understand the value and merit in having jokes that are like more universal to mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. right? But I'm just not there yet. But that's why I'm an open mic here. So that's the part where I'm talking about is so valuable, though, having Mm -hmm. that understanding of because there's different stages. Right. So uh, where Jimmy is right is you don't develop your personal voice Mm -hmm. for especially our generation of comedians. We shouldn't develop our personal voice behind older Republican white people in Cocoa Beach, Florida, right? (laughs) Yeah. However, there's stages to this as a career. Right. And what Mm -hmm. I've learned is you start off like an open micer, then you start off hosting, um, and then you start getting paid gigs with stuff like Moon Room and Retro. Mm -hmm. Well, Moon Room's not paid. Yeah. But Retro is. But yeah, so... Fate Florida is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you get to where you start hosting in actual comedy clubs, and then you get to featuring in actual comedy clubs. Then you get to headlining in actual comedy clubs. And then you move to a point where if you can build an audience, then you start headlining in like name clubs where the audience is coming to see you and your personal style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all of those stages in between Moon Room and I'm Famous So They're Coming to See Me Mm-hmm. It's not about you in all of those stages in the middle. It's about can we put you up anywhere 
right? Mm -hmm. And you give this audience a good time. As far as the club is concerned, you're no-name comic number eight. Mm -hmm. Go up, fill your time, (laughs) and make sure that they have a good time and we don't give a shit who they are. Your job is to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So that thing in between, you got to be able to do black people, white people, young people, old people, rich people, poor people, gay people, straight people. Like you have mm-hmm. to be able to do all of it. I think the and key, I think yeah. The key is to get suck them into who you are cuz like that's what you want to do. It's like yeah. if Bill Burr did Gregory's, he wouldn't be doing like, you know, airplane jokes or whatever. Yeah. He would because he's so skilled, he would yeah. find a way to suck people into his style but that's what but that's what i don't i don't do like airplane jokes or gregory's either right like you know what but I mean, but it yeah but it yeah. takes but it it takes developing like you, you got to go through the stages yeah of just doing what you got to do to survive and then getting enough confidence that you are good at it to start to play with it mm-hmm. and then through playing with it you learn where you have room to move around and then now i'm at the stage where i go to gregory's I break all the rules that are on that itinerary. <laughs> and I've never had a complaint. Yeah. But it's because when I first started, I followed that itinerary to the T yeah. until I learned, okay, I can get away yeah. with this, I can't get away with that. Mm-hmm. And all that development happened because of that itinerary. Mm-hmm. As much as you hate the itinerary, it forces you to learn something different. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of comics that run away from that they never develop the skills. Yeah. So they just become somebody that runs around killing at small independent stuff, but they never get any real paid work Mm -hmm. because they don't develop the skill to be able to drop them into anywhere. Mm -hmm. And they kind of like figure it out. That's why I was excited about, um, (laughs) I saw uh, Cam at Gregory's. Cam hosted Gregory's one night. Yeah, and mm. it was so. My, I just, I, I, I love watching this mm-hmm. because to me it's funny, but I also know people are gonna grow. So like, mm-hmm. I'm at Gregory's, and I think I'm trying to remember who the headliner was. I'm featuring Cam's hosting, and I, maybe James Yawn might have been the headliner. I don't remember who it was that weekend, but Cam comes in in his usual white T-shirt, sweatpants, and flip flops. <laughs> yeah. And walks up the stairs into this nice steakhouse in, in front of all of these white and flip flops and a and wow. a wrinkly t shirt and sweatpants. <laughs> He's and got the, a fresh tea on him. And, <laughs> and the owner of Gregory's looks at me like, and of course because I'm black and Cam's black, she looks at me to represent like, what the fuck's happening here? And yeah. I'm like, He's good though. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes up and he does his like regular care set and does well. Yeah. Right. But you could, t- it's like okay. <laughs> this is not the place where you wear the flip-flops and the sweatpants. You're yeah. going to have to change wardrobe. You're going to have to yeah. adjust. Like, it's, you got to learn that stuff. Like, that's a part mm-hmm. of the the business side of it. I you just, know? I just yeah. don't think, I just disagree with, like, having to s- f- change the way you dress f- based on a cl- from club to club. I just, it's, I feel mm-hmm. differently. I just feel like, all right, you're going to go up as who you are, what you usually wear. And I feel like it's too, like, for me, I feel like it's too dangerous to be like, okay, I'm doing this club, so I have to wear nicer clothes. It's like, there's, like, some venues where... But there's a, it's a, it's like, it's it really is a perception thing. Like, 
it's just like any other business. Like when you walk into a McDonald's, there's a reason why, even though it's McDonald's, the manager has a button-down shirt with mm-hmm. like slacks or whatever. When you walk into a comedy club, the guy with the button-down shirt and the nice shoes is the headliner. The guy in the t-shirt is the opening act. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's just a part of human nature. So I think in between, and I I go against it a little bit also because I had I had a comic tell me because I wear these long sleeve t-shirts, right? Which at least because it has sleeves, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like you're just up there in like an undershirt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't have that feel to it. Yeah. Um, and I wear jeans, and I wear, and, and I'm weird in that I wear the exact same thing every time I'm on a paid show. Mm-hmm. It, every I wear the exact. Hilarious. I went and got. <laughs> Like the the Steve Jobs thing, where he just owns yeah. a ton of black T-shirts. Yeah. The black long sleeve T-shirts like this, yeah. I have like fifteen of them in my closet. That's how I am with my black pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I wear these and everywhere. I have jeans and I have black dress shoes. <laughs> yeah. That is my uniform. But it's easy. Like, yeah. It's, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. I know it looks decent. Um, I I used to do like an actual dress shirt kind of thing, but it doesn't really fit my. My sort of energy that I want to have, yeah. but but I pulled away from. I never wear short sleeves on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I no longer wear sneakers on mm-hmm. stage mm-hmm. unless I'm doing like a mic or something like that. It's always like dress shoes, jeans, relatively new, long sleeve black T-shirt, mm-hmm. so that it it just fits an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit classier than just t-shirt and specifically whatever. to you though. Yeah, like yeah. with Cam, it's white t-shirt. That's him. I mean, yeah. he could wear a burlap sack and kill. Yeah, I mean, he just—he's no. a killer. No, yes, but, but the clubs just, aren't going to give a shit eventually. So what's going to happen is he's—and it's—it's not major. It's not major. It'll just have to be like trade the flip flops for sneakers. And he's a freaking young black kid. He knows about sneakers. He'll know yeah. like a nice sneaker to wear, and then. Honestly, if he just if he just didn't have the flip flops on, but that changes everything. If he's trying to like the headline way, or something, you yeah, know, or this, feature, get real. this is like that Cam woman is. that was like, uh, "What's this dude doing coming up it, on my stage?" You know, it's yeah. like first where Cam is right now. If people notice his shoes, he's so funny that no one's gonna notice his shoes. I promise like, you, they I, do. I he no, I promise you, they he's do. at a level right now where. N- no one's noticing his shoes. He's Jimmy, just destroying. I, Jimmy, I've <laughs> actually yes. I've been there in the comedy club and had a conversation with the owner of the comedy no, club about Cam's flip flops. So I, you're really? wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's. She weird. looked at me and was like, "This kid's up there in flip flops," and I was like, "He's <laughs> really cares? good. Yeah. Don't worry, he's really good." Oh, Brian used like, to go up in shorts and flops. Yeah, Ken, Ken because Miller. That's just what Ken Miller screamed at me about going up on stage in shorts when I when I, yeah. I, I did it one time. Yeah, and Ken Miller was like, "Are you up on stage in shorts?" I, I was like, that so, one. Well, but so so you understand that? That's different though. Shorts, <laughs> What's the shorts is a shorts is a sin. <laughs> on, so 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 Jimmy is such an asshole. <laughs> like he no, knows exactly. That's, that's a it's huge the, difference. It's the same. It's, it's the same no, ideology of thought. No, it's not. Because if you're if someone notices what it's and that's even a saying. If someone notices your shoes, then you're not funny enough. And so like I'm just saying we're. It's true. No, no because they no one's like, oh, he was funny and his shoes were nice. No one's doing that. No, no, no. By the time, I think it's by the time, no, by the, the time sh- Cam sh- got the shoes. No, the shorts. Oh, shorts. Yeah. The, there's still one guy at Beachside that's very new, 
that he came up in shorts, and I was like, oh, this guy wears shorts. <laughs> I see his hair in there. For some reason, shorts are different than shoes. Like, shorts will, you immediately but notice But I don't want to see their little toes looking at me. Like, Who their toes are face level <laughs> to my audience. I'm telling you. Vision. And then here's the thing, though. Also, here's the thing. I thought Cam wore sneakers, though, so Ma- I don't know. Making <laughs> it is so hard, right? Yeah. That the other thing is, and, and I've had to learn this about, I mean, I work in this insurance office. You yeah. know, uh, on average, and I've had fights like with my well, not fights, but like, like me and my dad just see it differently. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not gonna cut my beard. I'm not gonna do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've now started to get a haircut more regularly, and really, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as far as like like a shape up, like I won't cut my hair short. Yeah, <laughs> I want my hair long, but I'll keep a shape up. Yeah, to make sure that. Because look, it's 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 it, this is it's show business, mm-hmm. right? So like the next step, like for me, and this is just it's so hard to make it, and so few people make it. The little things that you can don't do give don't reason. give them another reason. So for mm-hmm. example, and I'm I'm working on the same thing. I have, a, I have a much longer road than he does, but Preacher Lawson, as great as Preacher Lawson is, when he decided he was going to be famous, he started going to the gym. Because he was like, I need to also look mm. the part, mm-hmm. right? So my thing is, in the next year, year and a half, I'm going to do the Invisalign street teeth straightening thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, trying to dress better when I'm on stage. I'm working out to lose some weight. Like, mm-hmm. they're ch- it's so... Dude, Patrice O'Neal, multiple people throughout his career... Said Patrice O'Neill should have straightened his teeth and lost weight. What? Who the fuck said that? Multiple managers really? and stuff, yeah. Uh, because it doesn't matter how high you go, show business is show business. I guess. And they it's just <laughs> just like I just don't agree at all. I just think it, that's funny is what matters most. Uh, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. like I don't think you should go to the gym. I think, you know, it's like don't fuck your Jimmy teeth. wants me to die. <laughs> no, I want you. I want you to be healthy. I, I tell you, Ralphie May never went to a gym. You know, no, what it's I mean? true. I know. I want you to funny. be healthy, but but, it, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Ralphie May is loved by stand-up fans, oh, right? He's dead now. He would have been. His career would have been different. If he didn't just let himself be nine thousand pounds, oh, I mean, he was right? rich as fuck when he died. Right. Dude. No, he <laughs> was. But hard to argue that he didn't have a great career. But, it's a little but he different never. He now. didn't have. He didn't have. He was. How should How should I describe this? He could have got farther. He could have got well if he lived longer. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but there's also just certain things, and not that you know everybody doesn't want to act. Everybody doesn't want to do movies. Everybody doesn't want to do all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But Ralphie May, those things weren't an option for him. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Right. Um, I see that. But so, also, you're looking at it with the perspective of everybody has the same goals. You know, like, no, he, he might have been comfortable never doing any of that acting stuff ever, even if it was offered to him. True. You know? True. I mean, it's nowadays you don't have to be multifaceted in show business. Like you can, you can, you can be more linear than it used to be. Because it used to be you just stand a comedy to get a sitcom, you know, mm-hmm. like back way back in the day, mm-hmm. or a development deal for a sitcom or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, or to get on Johnny Carson or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the goal was at the time, one of the late night shows. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you can become a successful comic without doing any of that stuff. 
and mm-hmm. literally make more money as a touring comic than you ever would settling for a TV show or doing a movie or whatever. Yes and no. Actually, no, absolutely no. Tom Segura takes a pay cut to go do a TV show or a movie. Fuck Tom Segura. But I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bert no. Kreischer did. No, no, no. You're, all, you're naming people that are not at the top. Okay. Tom? With all this confidence. No, he's not. Is, is, is Tom Segura, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart? Uh, he's yes. not. So he's the right, very he's top, there, no, yeah. fuck, he's not, yeah, not he's even right close. There. No, we, are y'all serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all are just white boys. Y'all <laughs> no, are just white no, boys. Dude, no, Tom dude. Segura, no, money. All right, I'm saying all. I'm together. sitting in front of a computer. Okay, he's, let's look up the net worth since they're at no, the not same net spot. Worth, not, not net worth. So what, that's what, what I'm talking what about. What they make per year is, yeah. is what. Yes, yes, not not total assets because Chris Rock's been making money for 30 years. Yeah, Tom Segura's been making money for you think that when Kevin Hart tours. When Chris Rock tours, when Dave Chappelle tours, maybe Dave you Chappelle think they make the same Kevin money as Hart. Tom Segura? Tom Segura just no. did the fucking no. King Center. No, yeah. I, I, like in Melbourne, Florida, up the street from my house. I'm saying Kevin all Hart would kill himself before Hold he on, went no. to the King Center. <laughs> That's look, how you're looking at the big. This is nine thousand years Hold old. There's a bunch of old Jews at the King Center. Is that the same? He does that because he wants to. Let's look at the big picture, though. He has. Probably one of the biggest podcasts out there. He has one of the most loyal followings out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. He sells out everywhere he goes. Ad and shows. and uh, so like all together, Tom Segura is right at the top. Like okay. obviously, but I would also point Tom out. Segura is an American comedian actor whose net worth is twelve million dollars. Right. Yeah, so Tom Segura has been, was been around around the, about the same time as Kevin Hart. I was. So you I can't. Kevin, that how would you? Really? Kevin Hart's been famous longer than That's what I mean. Yeah, right? These guys are no, gonna, no, I didn't say famous. What you I said Google is comics been around. have been doing comedy but no, for about the same time. Google their... their Pint-sized pint comedian Kevin Hart, that's messed up that they put that there, <laughs> has a gigantic bank account. As of 2022, Hart's net worth is estimated to be around $450 million. But he does okay. movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, know. We're saying just being a comic. But, oh, but okay, look, up, so, look up their net worth for just the year of 2021. But, you know what I'm saying? To, like, look at how much money Kevin Hart point, made versus how much Tom Segura. To Christopher's made. point, though, is that in today's society, we can agree people are vain, yes? Yeah. And so, if you even look at Burt Kreischer, who is not attractive to some people, most people, probably. People with eyes. Right? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> a few years ago, he was just like a big mess, right? Yeah. And then, as he became more popular as a comedian, what did he do? He started, started dressing better. Dressing better now he's like a weight. freaking black pimp. He, he doesn't wear a shirt. He takes his shirt off every he day. He does, does shirt, but, but when he his shirt has off his clothes today, in. He never has his clothes on. when you saw him two or three years he ago, does he shows has lost a lot of shirt. That is, yeah, that is yes, true. He has lost some weight. But but in comedy clothes. My, my thing is is that I think if you took the top five Tory comics in the country right now, like, I think, I think, I think uh, Tom Segura is up there. I think he's. Oh, I think yeah. he's probably in the top five. I he's think. Gotta be. I think uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is up there too. <laughs> he's another and Sebastian is a handsome Italian him. dude yeah. that's been yes. in TV shows. Yes. He's family friendly. And he's, uh, he's doing the show business and thing. Tom Segura yes, is exactly. not, and he's just as just yeah. as popular. I, I'm telling he's you, he's not just as popular. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. You got to give it the times. No, I, they, they want me to get with the white boy stuff that they love. No. I'm talking about Vegas, objectively. Biggest comedy tours in 2022. Okay. Because that's just events. Biggest comedy tours in 2022. Oh, look at that. Chris yeah, Rock. Chris Rock, okay. yeah, for sure. Well, 
Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, Russell Peters, John Mulaney, Sebastian Maniscalco, all sexy keep young... Keep going, keep going. I just uh, want to see if you... Bill oh, yeah, Burr. there he is right there. Steve Bill Martin Burr. is still above Tom Segura. Yeah, Old ass Steve Martin. Old people Steve like going comedy too. Pretty good. <laughs> and then Tom Segura. And then you have Amy Schumer. Okay, he's like number seven. Jeff Dunham, Joe Coy, Jim Gaffigan, with Cummings, the top five Black, are like legends. Tracy Morgan, Chelsea Handler, Patton Oswald, whoever this Sal Volcanos is. Sal Volcanos. Cat Williams, he, Wanda Sykes. These are all people from television. Yeah. In yeah. movies. So, mm-hmm. but they were like the top five were around when TV was relevant and they still benefit. Chris Rock benefits from SNL and all that. Yes. But you don't need that anymore. To That's get to Chris saying. Rock's level, you still need that. You, I, don't, I don't think I don't you think can so. get to Chris Rock's level. Well, yeah, anymore. he's like. He's I, I, don't a, think, I, don't, I don't think it's possible. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart yeah, is but, currently. No, no, time out. Kevin Hart is currently. Pushing the boundaries of what's possible as a stand-up comic, right? But Kevin right? Hart, Kevin Hart's also been like a hugely successful comic, movie for, star, and movie star for over ten years. I'm saying I over don't, ten years, yes. I but don't think ten, at the, the current last... level, I don't think that there's going to be people that are like these people anymore. I think I think the super successful comic turned mega successful movie star. I think that's a thing of the past. I really do. What I, do you I, mean? So are comedians just going to be comedians? Like, what are you saying? I, I think that I, be, I, I think there's a lot more incentive now for, to just be a, a, a national touring yeah. headlining okay. comic versus doing movies and TV. Because I think, I think I think I think that, and I do think that you're right that there are some people like Kevin Hart where they can make twenty million dollars a movie and that will offset a national touring you know tour. But I think for the most part on a guy like Tom Segura's level who's just just below that the the amount of money he can make I'm so angry the amount of that money he can make dude. Tom Segura is just below Kevin Hart I think he, if no, you dude, ask Tom Segura at this right now he's yeah. just and below he's, Kevin he's <laughs> number it's, it's where is it where is it where is it, where is it? Eight, I think seven yeah. one eight. two three four five six seven eight nine okay. ten eleven okay. he's He's Let a, me say so. 11. But, but on, on and the there's a of big the... drop off between those. Yeah, you got to see. Let me let me talk real quick. You got to see, though, that Tom Segura is there just because of a stand up. He's never been. He's never had a TV deal. He, mm-hmm. He's started from the bottom and worked his and way up through the stand up. Yeah. <laughs> and then with the podcast, he started a podcast. So he, Tom Segura is a perfect example of you can be a comedian. Mm-hmm. You can just be a comic. You mm-hmm. don't have to. And other mm-hmm. comics are proving that too. Like uh, Mark Norman's proving that yeah. you can yeah. just be a comic and have a huge following. And I like know. that used to not be the case. You used to see, if you were just a comic and you didn't get on TV or you didn't eventually get on uh, on movies, then mm-hmm. you were you were stuck at this like level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now you aren't stuck at a level at all because of stuff like Instagram, podcast. You know TikTok, all this stuff. You can get to a level that people were at only because they were getting on TV and movies, and now you can do that without being on TV. Like 15 years ago, or even 10 years ago, Tom Segura would never be able to be at the level of touring or how much money he has just by doing stand-up. So it's like he's a perfect example of if you're funny and you and you have a good work ethic and. 
you can get to a level where you're making a fuck ton of money. Where you're on the just same list as these. And a lot of people. Okay, have let me. Are you ready for sense. me to? Let me. Are you ready for me to? I'm glad I have a witness <laughs> I don't here. Think there's so any, I'm not just getting like. I don't think bullied, there's anything right? you can say. Back. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. So what I said at the beginning of this conversation was the top, right? I didn't say get to a high level. I said the top. No, the right? beginning of the conversation was uh, Brian saying that you can make it. Well, at least what I thought was the beginning is you can make it just through stand up, stand-up. not yeah, having. You don't to have do to that. have goals and show business outside yeah. of. And my response of not at the top. You and went then to the this argument. But we just showed you. We just dude, top eleven is still the top, dude. Yeah. Like if you're in the top, <laughs> you said you're in the top, dude. Five. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I was he six didn't off. Get, Six off. Six off right, is not still, so many. And then here's the, here's the part that here's the part that and you're the, also the not putting in. The ones up there are like legends. Yeah. Yes. Steve Martin. Yeah. Yes. Play. So Steve Martin tours so, playing banjo and sells more money than yeah. most people. So, <laughs> here, so here's the thing. I, I never said you can't get to a very high level, right? My and and you can get to the top. To both of it. No, you cannot. <laughs> oh, Eleven shit. is the top. Dude. No, it's not. It's right if we were there. arguing about like 150th spot, then the I'd top. be like, okay, all right, dude, maybe that's not the top. <laughs> but the top but right if now. you're in the top hundred, dude, you're in the top. You're in the top. Of the, top hundred. You're, you're in the the one percent of comics that are making millions yeah. of dollars. He's on. You yeah. know, it doesn't. Re- I mean, how much money is too much money? It doesn't matter if he's making. Was 10, he above or below Amy Schumer? <laughs> he was above by me. She okay. by two. But she's it, not in the top. But understand. Well, she has a big understand. Inch. She's the <laughs> end of the top. Tell me this, this understand. Yeah. Beginning of the bottom. Excuse we me. started this conversation with. I didn't bring up top five. Did I bring up top you're five? You're right. Did I didn't say top five. You brought up top five. Okay, you're right. And to top, prove my point. Top so, 15. So you are. Right, and then, and then. Still top. And then, here's what you did. You went. Uh-oh. You went. Oh, it's easy to go to the top five if you do that. And then I proceeded to pull up. Steve Martin. He's number <laughs> he's Tull. number eleven, I mean, Dave, uh, right? He's Tull. number eleven. Uh-huh. And all of the other ten we know from television. Yeah. So he's an outlier that he managed to make it into the top eleven. But there's people under him that are also TV people. Yeah, it's true. But what I'm saying is, so Kevin Hart, for example, right? Uh-huh. Kevin Hart, stand up. <laughs> what did you Kevin, say? Jimmy's just. No, he's good. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. Honestly, of a stand up, I'm not a fan. Get it. Well, here's the thing. I'm not a fan of a lot of like Kevin big, Hart's big guys' stand ups. Jimmy is just like punching the microphone in the face. But <laughs> oh, sorry. The, <laughs> Kevin Hart, right? I, I will say, I think the further back in, you career, in his career you go, the funnier he was. Yeah, and then it's gotten less and less funny. I, well, actually, because, I don't know because I've, I've because only he's... watched two Kevin Hart stand. Oh my I didn't god! Like, I didn't like either one. These are the two white boyest <laughs> white boy comics I've uh, ever come okay. across in my life. But every other black person on that list, I've seen all of their specials. That's because it's Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle who white people like. Exactly. I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. What's your favorite Eddie Griffin special? I don't know the names of his. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I've seen it though. I like, but, um, I like Eddie thing. Griffin. I know, but here's the thing: Kevin Hart. So here's the thing. I think it's unfair. I mean, because Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, all these guys aren't really TV stars, right? I think Dave what Chappelle ha- definitely is a TV star, dude. No, he's not. Yes, he's, he is, listen, dude. Listen, you're listen, fucking crazy. Listen. The first thing I ever Chappelle saw him on was Half Baked. And, then, and then I watched uh, one one of his stand-up specials, and then I, I saw him on Sir He's not show. anymore. If you guys would listen... He started off doing stand-up, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Yeah. 
He went into movies and television stuff, right? Yeah. Made his name mm-hmm. in movies and television stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now pretty much exclusively does stand-up yeah. because movies and television is a tool to yes. get your name out there so that you can tour stand-up at that level. Chris but, Rock, Chris, I hate. Chris Rock is a horrible actor. I love Chris Rock to death. <laughs> I hate his movies. I like him in I hate his TV shows. <laughs> he was good in, Every, um, what's that movie? Uh, New Jack City where he played a crackhead? No, oh, where, was, uh, think, is it Think Like a, not Think Like Oh, that was Kevin Hart. Where, uh, oh, I, I should, uh, I think I, look alike, I right? think I love my wife. I think oh, I love, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. That's a great but, movie. <laughs> but, again, Chris Rock, it. above all else, is a stand-up comic, but in to give your argument some merit, to get to that level, to where you're that famous as a comic, you do the TV and movies so that people know you from TV you and movies. You don't have to, then. And then you don't have to anymore, which is what you're saying. However, we haven't gotten to that point where you get to that level without... A, you can do it for Tom Segura and you get to number 11. Well, but I'm talking the about the top five. Mm-hmm. That that upper... Eddie... Like, Tom Segura will never be Eddie Murphy big. But, he but won't. this is what I'm trying to tell He won't you. be Richard Pryor big. I he won't. think he's right on par with Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> but I think at this... At Tom Segura's level, where he's at the top of the stage... He's just turning into like a clan and meeting. And I'm just sitting here. All right. <laughs> what? Well, let's be honest. None of us are ever going to be big movie stars. Stand-up's all we have. You know. I don't know, dude. Not me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can maybe back up for the weekend. You (laughs) You just have to believe that you can. No, okay. Okay, all right. But the the (laughs) thing I'm saying Mm. with all this is at Tom Segura's level, he's the perfect example because he's the top of just stand-ups. You know what I mean? Mm. Just the stand-up game, he's the top of it, Mm -hmm. all right? For him to leave now and go do movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. even even though he would get paid millions of dollars to do that, it's yeah. still less money than he would make doing stand-up. So it doesn't really financially make sense for him to like go do this other shit now mm-hmm. that might make him top five eventually, like years from now, he might be able to move up once once yeah. the older people die. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? Like But let's be so, fair, if he looked like um, I don't know what's his name. Um, Tom, Tom, I will say if you haven't seen Tom Segura recently, he's lost a ton of weight. Yeah, he's like no, he's very he's fit now. Guy. Like he's he's yes. like two hundred pounds. He's 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 good, dude. He's strong. Yes, but he's not. If he who's God, what's this, that guy's freaking name? Um, Brandon Schwab or whatever. Brandon Schwab. Oh, Schwab or whatever. Oh, he's a perfect example because he's a guy who looks looks. Good. He's got a good look and he's fit and he's a horrible comic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hey, I, so I if Tom Segura, yeah, you're the one thing <laughs> look like Brandon Schwab. Schaub. Schaub or whatever. Schaub, yeah. Schwab is like that bank, isn't it? Schwab um, is the investment too. company. <laughs> yeah. Is um but if he looked like that, then he could go do movies and make millions doing movies. Yeah. I mean he was in a movie right? with Mark Wahlberg like two years ago. So Oh, so he's from movies. But what he, are you talking the, about? He's All done of his it, tours but come from his, but his the reason Mark I know, I know that he cuts no, it it, the the reason I know it, it, it I'm just I'm just oh, the reason I know it makes him less money is because he said it. <laughs> you know, he's like <laughs> I went and did a oh, Mark shit. Wahlberg movie. You gotta yeah. go. Yeah, in about five minutes. All right, you guys can he went and did a Mark Wahlberg movie, made mm-hmm. less money than he would have doing stand up. Mm-hmm. It didn't really like boost his credentials at all. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then he mm-hmm. just 
started kept doing stand up. Yeah, I mean, to be, and honestly, like he's got a movie that he's gonna do with Burt Kreischer. The two of them, they're gonna do a movie called Fat Astronauts. I thought, I thought that's this awesome. was a thing. Where but you only but do stand up, <laughs> and then your career is. Just be, but he's not. Stand-up. He's doing that for fun, not not to the, boost his the career. The two stand up white guys <laughs> they gave me as their argument are doing a movie together. <laughs> yeah, I just my final words are I think. Um, Tom Segura is bigger than Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock right now. <laughs> Jimmy just likes to say things to me. <laughs> I mean, he is. I, th- he I, is, I see him as a new prior. I was going to say, he is the new prior. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, really quickly before the end, because I was really curious, this is the first time and probably the only time we'll ever have. Well, you'll be back, but I yeah. don't know if another comedian, A, has a wife to bring, or B, <laughs> will bring their wife. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel with your husband doing stand-up? Because my thing that's weird mm-hmm. is I spend a lot of time gone until 3 o'clock in the morning, 2 yeah. o'clock in the morning. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, doing something where I'm out with strangers. Yeah, fucking random. And all that other stuff. Random whores. Yeah, thanks, Ch- Jimmy. So how does it feel as a wife for your husband to, like... Go out. I mean, I guess he's a mailman, so he could be out here. Yeah. You know, delivering no. <laughs> packages in a different. Oh, he's you know. delivering packages. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, just no. Um, I like it. I'm happy for him. He's been talking about doing comedy for like ever since I've met him, mm-hmm. like 16 or 17 years ago, 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like he wow. said, I'm always know. honest, so I'm like, yeah. bro, just do it. Why aren't you doing it? Just go do it. Till he say, finally was like, okay, I'm going to go do it. it. Probably just to shut me up. <laughs> and he killed it. <laughs> and, I, I mean, yeah. like, he does, he's not at your level yet, you mm-hmm. know, because he just started, so. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's He better. goes out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, that's, that's comic and combat. He goes yeah, that's out three nights a week, but. <laughs> and he's out late, but it's, like, like. I don't know. In our household, we're all super supportive because, mm-hmm. like, our kids want to be in the industry. So mm-hmm. I think all of us are just, like you know, do what you need to do. We support you. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of sucks that you're gone, but also we see, like, he's happy doing it. And that's mm-hmm. what really that. eventually, like, that's all that matters for all of us wow. and the girls. That wow. is beautiful. Because yeah. that's, um, I can tell that when Brian's on stage, he's happy. Yeah. And yeah. you love the, you love the culture of it. You like the writing. I've just been, like, I've been wanting yeah. to be part of it for so long. You know? And you, like, you came right in and he did a, you know, his first set, you know, like as a, if you've done comedy for a little bit, mm-hmm. you can tell sometimes the first time, like, okay. Oh, this, this person, person has, has, yeah. Has something, have, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I can tell right away. Um, I mean, you put me on, yeah, I put you on after, yeah. I mean, I foresee, like, I see, where your wife probably is, like mm. where you're out doing features and eventually headlines, that that's probably gonna be a little harder. Mm. But I don't know. We just we're we try to be really supportive. What balances? Because like right now he's at a net negative whenever he goes out and does comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And would sure. help yes. my wife a little bit. Where I was like, All right, here's 150 bucks. Here's yeah, 200 <laughs> bucks, and yeah. that starts to make it feel more, you know, yeah, <laughs> worth it. Um, but he's also doing the thing, which again we we had this conversation before, where we're not in the position to not do this, yeah. But to work mm-hmm. full time mm-hmm. and do comedy, so that you're not, you know, a lot of comics. Like that's the thing that's interesting to me. The the one thing that's a weird thing is that I'm not in a position to just go to New York mm-hmm. and be like a broke, 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Comic, just, you know, grinding, doing Yeah, you have to work and, a little harder. Whenever, yeah, it's like, I got to stay here. Mm-hmm. I got to work a nine to five and pay a mortgage. Work on weekends. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Like Brian can, I think you can hold it down if Brian goes and does weekends or little mini tours, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes our girls, well, we're, we're fortunate <laughs> because our yeah. girls are older. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of work from home type thing, so yeah. we can hold it down or go anywhere with him yeah and that's the other thing too is she likes mm-hmm. to she likes to be come and be a part of, of yeah. not i mean not be a part of it and like as a comic but yeah. just no, support them she, i stand yeah, in she, the back when other audience support. members yeah. aren't she likes laughing comics. i'm like ha yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah you can you can ask yeah. jimmy i've known jimmy for what three years now at least, yeah. Yeah. He's seen my wife maybe twice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my oh, wife yeah. is very like... You do it's your own fun. thing. <laughs> well, well, I like well, watching it. Well. If I was doing something that she didn't really like, yeah. you know, I, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, but mm. she she would support me, but she'd do it from, from a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And but to be like fair, she's not coming to see me too. do comedy. She's coming to watch <laughs> the all the other comics that she's never seen before. She's seen my shit, so she's... She's just kind of like, but she, you know what? She, I, I still get her sometimes with the crowd interaction stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she, you know, yeah. like she'll, she'll, I'll catch her in the video, you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. I, cause I know her laugh so well. You know, mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got her there. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, um, That's what always bummed me out was, uh, like when I had a girlfriend, her seeing me mm-hmm. do the same jokes over and over. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. And then she knows I'm full of shit because yeah. she knows I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, During the, like the material's yeah. all a lie. Well, it's like she knows that a lot of the stuff that I'm t- talking about didn't actually happen. Yeah. Or it happened, but in a different way. Or, or just mm-hmm. like repeating yeah. it. Because mm-hmm. like the whole thing is you're emulating it. You said it for the first time. Yeah. And you're just saying it. So like it's like, you know. She knows all the tricks. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, but like, also, like, that's like, I only get to like the beginning part of relationships where I'm really trying to impress a person. You don't mm-hmm. have anything to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's not guys, impressed by yeah, me. You guys are. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, like, we're all married couple. Jimmy's like, you guys are finished. <laughs> There's no reason to well, then, like, you, you know, you don't have to. I've, you're I've, in. I've yeah. said it, I've said it yeah. to you before. The first, the first time she ever came and saw me do really well at like pineapples you know like the car ride was a, uh, little, a little different you know shit, but you but, know uh, we still went home and she went right to bed you know so right it wasn't like all right i'm turned on let's go or anything it was just like hey you did a good job <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's married life for, for yeah. you <laughs> Yeah. You know what, know what is funny that I do like sometimes I I do like try to I like to bring my wife to a show where like I know it's gonna be good because mm-hmm. it's like you know when you've been married for a long time yeah uh, Jimmy's just like you're messing I'm like I'm a wreck can you hear this there is corn with less slurping noise than Jimmy just like trying to be quiet by the way it feels like loud jobs are bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I agree. Because <laughs> it is like... His benefit is that far. <laughs> Sorry. They think it's for you, but you're like, come on. Just, just blow me. Okay. Anyway. But, um, no, I do like to bring my wife out to shows where, like, I know it's going to be good. Cause, like, <laughs> just, like just, just so you, just so you remember... You know, you're funny. When I yeah. step back, like <laughs> when I come home, I'm just regular jackass that's been here every day of your life. Yeah. But when I leave the door, I'm special. Yeah. Don't ever forget that when I leave this house, I'm yeah. special. <laughs> 
She beats That's that hilarious. out of me 100. <laughs> oh, me and the girls. Yeah. We, it's awful. You, you know how you, you know how like this is a perfect example. You know how like when you when you crush at a show and then mm-hmm. you, and you're feeling super hot, you're like, yeah, I just yeah. I destroyed. And, and then you go, go to home. a and then you go to a diner, mm-hmm. you know, next door to the place, and nobody knows who the fuck you are. Yeah, doesn't know that you just did well. They don't give a shit. They're just doing yeah. their fucking job. Yeah. that's how my family is with comedy. <laughs> like like they're excited for me. That's normal. Yeah. But but when I get home, it's you know, it's like, hey, how did it go? It went great. Okay, now uh, let's talk about soccer practice. Or <laughs> you know, it's, it's like something. Something. Yeah. My bullshit doesn't mm. overtake anybody else's mm. bullshit. Is really oh, what it is. Girls always get good. excited. No, to but, hear. You'll, but you'll but get good. to the point. But you'll get to the point where it's like, hey, when you get off work, you know, um, drive to Orlando, come meet me. I'm at the hotel. Yeah, and like. Just tell them you're the comic's wife, and they'll let you up to my room or whatever. Oh, like yeah. that cool. is like when I'm out here in the world. Yeah, like, I'm special. Yeah. Don't ever get confused. Yes. Yeah, but I like that. That, I, that I like should that. be the name of your next yeah. album. I'm special. So special. <laughs> but that that I like that. That's how it is at home. Too. I never yeah. feel special, even yeah. if I do well. I just think <laughs> I suck and I'm a fraud. Well, I, I, feel I like trick them into laughing. I don't ever have that I, feeling. I, I feel I like did. the bigger your ego gets, the worse off you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you gotta you hate yourself. You gotta yeah. tell no, you don't have to. And, and the good thing about comedy is there, you do enough shows where your ego will get busted down mm-hmm. just naturally. Well, yes. yeah. So know? that, but yeah. but see, so that's why, like, I don't. Because people around here feel like I have a big ego about comedy. Yeah, right? a lot of yeah. people. Why Jimmy would they think that? <laughs> but, no, but, like like you it's said. It's good to have that. I've done enough mm-hmm. horrible shows yeah. that I have to pat myself on the back when I do good ones. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll be crying in my car on the way yeah. back from. I've done, oh my, I've done so many. I, the, the time that I drove to Naples to... um. To McCurdy's, uh-huh. and then I got McCurdy's. there, and I had the dates confused. Oh. No, so it was a five-hour drive to <gasps> Naples. Got there, had the dates confused, Ooh, and had to drive tomorrow. home, and not like and and not really gotten that mad about that. Yeah, because I was like, all right, I took took all of the good experiences I had. Yeah. Well, it's also you fucked up. Bobby, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to be Bobby. mad at yourself, Dan. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but you even, have an iCloud ca- calendar yeah. right here. Or even no, but I did like even when I even when I did like Florida's funniest. Yeah. Like and did not pass the first round of Florida's funniest. Oh boy. And was like. You know who did? It's U- Eugene Singleton. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just joking. I Eugene would never funny. do Florida's Finest. It costs $25. Like you need to. Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't like to pay to do comedy, though. Yeah. That is weird. Um, yeah. But that's how festivals and stuff make right. their money, so it's kind of a, yeah. you know, like it's, you just, and again, submit to festivals. And they, yeah. my thing is, if I submit to a festival and I don't get in, just leave me alone. Don't yeah. send the email that's like, know, yeah. oh, just letting you know we had 5,000 people apply, so we couldn't bring you in this year. But try again next year. We'll take oh, the yeah. 50 bucks, and you know, maybe you'll Fuck get in next year. Get, yeah. on, get online, <laughs> because to- like comedians like Tom Segura yeah. are killing it just um, doing podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, why he's you know. got this podcast. Yeah. We're going to get to the top five of all that's comedians. Right. Right. 1,501 downloads. We're going to be number 12. We're going to be number 12. We want 50, at least 1,500 uh, downloads. <laughs> that's right. I wish you didn't miss that. Um, 
that uh, I just want to be able to fest. It was the greatest <laughs> night of this year for me. I can tell you, <laughs> if we get 1,500 downloads, yeah. we made it, guys. <laughs> you made those shirts. We did a fun little theme. Right. <laughs> the funny style shirts. Yeah. Let's debate. <laughs> Debate. <laughs> Jimmy's that like friend where you're, where you're calling people and you're like, I know what Jimmy said, but the opinions of Jimmy Monahan do not represent the opinions of everyone. Like, like... <laughs> All right, so what are we going to debate about next week? <laughs> All right, so um, let's see here. Best Anybody? chicken sandwich. Is it Popeyes, Chick fil A, or Wendy? It's Chick fil A. It's, it, you know, the fact that they hate gay people makes it taste that much sweeter. I know. I, I hate that that's true. But <laughs> it's too good to quit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? You know how I know Chick Fil A is good is there's one that's thriving in the heart of Los Angeles. Yes, <laughs> that you know Chick Fil A is delicious because even the super liberal eat Chick Fil A yeah, sandwiches. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> wow. So let me see. And you gotta go, man. Plug in yeah, stuff. gotta go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. All right. Oh you're, wait, you're not good at the anonymous. Oh uh, yeah. Right. Well, I'm not promoting it. So. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying if it works or not, but um, uh, so I'll do a little promo for all of us tomorrow, mm-hmm. Tuesday yeah. the twenty seventh. We're all at Pineapples. That's right. My uh, first ten minutes. Oh, nice. First ten minutes. First set. ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You're on the way to being in the top five. From See how just, uh, well, five of it will be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five of it will be good. I'm gonna crush for five minutes. <laughs> Truth be told, though. Two and a half minutes of what you know works up front. Yeah. Two and a half minutes of what you know works at the end. Uh-huh. Just make the middle, who gives a shit? Because <laughs> no, seriously, audiences remember what the thing you first said, mm. the last thing you said, in between. Well, I, it's I, all fuzzy to them. I am for yeah. the first time going to workshop some stuff on uh, a showcase show. <laughs> like, you know, like it's... it's Between then and tomorrow? Well, no, 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 on that show. Because oh, it's, it's not an open mic, technically, even though it kind of is. But I, I, it's stuff I would have done last night. It's basically no. an open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. That's why I'm I, making I, it Jimmy, less... Jimmy, this is why you're always confidence. overbooked. Because yeah. you keep saying, it's basically an open mic. <laughs> but yeah, I have, I've, I've, I've well, done You have to talk to me first. But yeah. Jimmy's like, it's basically an open mic, and then when people show up expecting to just go up, he gets furious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's an open mic that's like... Vetted, so like fucking yeah. hacks, like you know, yeah. certain people. <laughs> the spirit of Christmas the other day was alive and well, and oh, we yeah. just, it was the best time. Oh, yeah, uh, so much fun. Brian was cooking dinner, and so I was just sitting at the table reading. The yeah, we got into a little, uh, a little uh, spat, spat on our group yes. chat. Oh, re- oh, the one that you got kicked off of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Yes, yes. It's the only one. reason why I heard about some the people first, can't hang. Well, the, so the only reason why I got kicked out, the real reason why I know about the first group chat was because Jimmy added me to the new group chat that he had to create. <laughs> it was a spite chat. So yeah. the first, the first, the first line that I'm like, oh, you've been added. It's a new group chat, and I open it, and Jimmy's like, "Well, since such and such kicked hey. me out of the first group <laughs> yeah. chat, I'm now." Well, I have to because, like, I mean, let's be honest. It's, I mean, you know, oh and it's funny because the, the the even though everyone's local, I I still so what, you know how Patrice when he was at the um I gotta go the, yeah all right. But you guys Love you, Jimmy. Love you guys. Yeah, man. All right. See ya. I'll see you tomorrow night. But when see Patrice you. O'Neill was at the uh, they at the roast of Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. he was like, "I'm not gonna learn." 
uh, Anthony Jeselnik's name. Oh, yeah. Zach Galifianakis was the last shitty comics name that I'm going to learn. <laughs> shitty oh, white comics. Yeah, little shitty white <laughs> comics name. I don't know a lot of the, like, new local, mm. like, open, like micro open micro comics. Yeah. Because I refuse to learn their shitty names. <laughs> like, because. He knows my name. There's a few ways because, no, so, I'm the so, last shitty open so, maker. So, 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 <laughs> I'm no, the Legitimately, <laughs> once, like, once you can tell, oh, this person's going nowhere, mm-hmm. I'm not learning that guy's name until he changes my opinion that he's not going nowhere. Because yeah. <laughs> there's too many of them. And they come there and they go. Point of mouth yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the dude that, that kicked Jimmy out of the group chat or whatever, yes. I read the name. And I know I know who that is, but I will never put a face to that name. Because <laughs> fuck that name. Who cares? <laughs> so so we have uh, Pineapples, which is tomorrow, Tuesday the 27th. Yeah. So, or today, if you're listening to this. Um, anything else you have? Uh, we're going out to Laugh Out Lounge Wednesday. Oh, cool. As a, we're doing a group group of yeah, guys group going right out there. Wednesday. and then This Wednesday? Yeah, this mm-hmm. Wednesday. Uh, and then on the yeah. 12th. I'm at the Blind Line. I'm at Judge Show. Oh, cool. All right. So. Oh, yeah. That's, Laugh Out that's just, forever from now. Yeah. Well, it's still coming up. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's also Judd's next show. Like, mm-hmm. he's not doing any shows in between now and then. Oh, oh really? no. Yeah. He has New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shows, but yeah, they're already sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep forgetting. No, that's not he's got two yet. shows that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's correct. Yeah, he does have two shows that night and then nothing until that show on the 12th. Okay, and then let me pull up here. On the 6th, January 6th, is Duncan Jay's uh, album. So I'm going to be featuring for him that night. Nice. At the Funky Dog Improv in the Galley Arts District. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, it just changed locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I really, um, I really want to do a mic there. I heard it was nice. Yeah, it's a, it's very nice. The owner's a really nice guy. He's really receptive. Mm-hmm. The, it's it's if I were to ever record an album locally, like a, a or a special locally, it mm-hmm. would be there because it's dark, intimate, brick wall in the back. It's a perfect mm. like small venue to do that. Um, but also, it is literally if you were standing on the front door of Pineapples, yeah, you could hurl a rock, yeah. and hit oh. the building. Yeah, it's right there. So what I thought would be cool would be so um pineapples <laughs> mm-hmm. starts at like seven if eight, we were to eight. do or eight yeah if we were to do one at the funky dog the same night <coughs> but have it start at like nine yeah the comics could sign up to both and then you do pineapples and then when your set's done you go over to the funky dog yeah you do the funky dog and you're able to get two sets in one night like you would in a big city so you're talking about after do that after pineapples yeah because that'd be perfect because uh duncan's show his open mic is also that same night yeah but it's it's an hour well, it's and a half before mic, at, yeah. at rooney's at, and yeah. so i was gonna say you, you really could be three you mics, three in one mics night. and mics yeah that'd be that'd worth be it awesome. for the orlando and daytona yeah. crew because they mm-hmm. come a lot and i'm like Kind of a drive for like five minutes, yeah. you know. Yeah, that'd be so. Good. The sixth at the Funky Dog with Duncan. The seventh, I'm at the Marriott in I think Naples, which is a uh, Fassel Malik. He does spill the beans. Ooh. And then, oh, actually, on the eighth, I'm going to be on the Offensive Line podcast with Eric Feeling. Oh, he's a uh, Orlando comic. 
um, that has a really good podcast. He's been doing there for years. Nice. It's really cool because it's it's uh he has an actual he has a studio, but it's in his house, mm-hmm. and he like cooks. So then you get there and everybody like oh, eats cool, yeah. and then you do the podcast. So it's fun. Well, shout out fun. your podcast. Um, yeah, no, trust me, that's the main reason why I'm going over there. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I love you, Eric, and I can't wait to talk to you. But <laughs> one of the main reasons is to try and plug uh, the podcast that we're doing here. So this has been the Funny Style Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.